0: Hey, Welcome to the She Built It Experience with Melanie. You're here because you want to scale and grow your business, master business strategy, and learn about new tech innovation. Join me and my inspiring guests as we dive into the topic of how, how to create, build, scale, and operate the business of your dreams. In addition to being an entrepreneur, I'm also a twin mom and optimist who loves empowering you to experience the life that you crave. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. So grab a coffee or cocktail, get comfy, and let's dive in. Mitch Gilbert is a graduate of the University of Chicago with a bachelor's degree in public policy. After college, she became obsessed with women's health and sportswear apparel, She started business school after falling in love with sportswear design and then earned a full scholarship to build Oya. Prior to that, she was a Deloitte consultant and the chief product officer at a sportswear startup. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mitch. Please tell us about who you are and about the leaps that you made throughout your life and career prior to launching Oya.
1: To begin, I'm a woman. A lot of this stems from this idea that Oya is for women by women. So experiences that I've had experiences that women had, as well as different athletes and just things that I've learned from OBGYNs have really spurred why I want to support feminine health. I feel like it's a topic that's very stigmatized and that no one talks about. And as far as the leaps and journeys that I've done, I've I've always been a very innovative person, you know, always wanting to find new things, tinkering. I built a NASA endorsed robotics team at one point of my life. Completely crazy, but like I just enjoy tinkering. I also love fashion. As I was leaving consulting, I was looking for an opportunity to do that, be stylish, be innovative, and work on a social problem that I thought was important, like feminine health. I found the intersection of all of those things in fintech apparel. I was lucky enough to apply to business school, get a full ride to come here. And since I've been here, we raised a good amount of capital, and it's been a journey, and I'm just learning and growing every day. I'm at UCLA Anderson. I'm such a big fan. It's so sunny. It's great. Share success. Like I I highly recommend it to anyone.
0: What gave you the courage to launch Oya? And can you tell us about your product?
1: Yes. Essentially... Millions of women are wearing leggings that are not healthy for them or do not fit them well. So the CDC reports that 75% of women develop vaginal infections and like 30% of all women have bacterial vaginosis right now at like any given time. And 24% of women postpartum have urinary incontinence. Women are putting up with them in apparel. Specifically, leggings, because of their spandex properties and the fact that they don't absorb moisture or like increase ventilation, it makes a woman two times more likely to develop these vaginal health issues. We thought we could redesign leggings from scratch and kind of flip that on its head. So we put in some hidden mesh panels to increase breathability. We put in some antimicrobial fabric to eat bacteria. We put in some absorption things. Also, it's fashion, so it compresses all the cellulite. It's really. Where We care about these things and, you know, of and pockets for convenience. And all of this has come together really with like the first fintech legging with really to help women glow from the inside out, essentially. What
0: gave you the courage to launch your product
1: and business? That's a great question. I think being in business school really helped. It's a part of our curriculum. I also have a very talented team, both myself. I have a background in sportswear apparel, and I also like interned with Nike. I have another finance manager from Nike who helps a lot with helping us think about like our unit costs and things like that. I have an engineer who helps us with our supply chain and then also someone from DaVita who helps on like the health side, in addition to great mentors across manufacturing, health and marketing. And so all of these things come together to give me the confidence because I think I'm a little risk averse and I'm not necessarily one of those people who are like, let's just Do it. You know, I get it can
0: be scary, but not too scary to where we don't make the leap to where we don't move forward and say, I'm going to make this happen.
1: I think everyone has their own approach. You know, some people just jump. Some people need a lot of scaffolding. And I think it's just figuring out what your risk tolerance is and trying to figure out what needs to be true in order for you to make that leap and really work on attacking that list for you. How do you hope that your product will inspire women? So when starting this journey, I I knew that feminine health was an issue entirely. I wasn't prepared for how much shame and stigma came around it. Like a lot of women want to feel beautiful and having a beautiful vagina is a really important part of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and healthy.
1: Yeah, a healthy one. It's really important to like a woman's sense of well-being, right? If you're thinking about all these issues that I was just listing statistics for, a lot of women are suffering in silence, or they don't know, or they're not going to get the proper care and the proper help. And so When thinking about our brand, I really want women to know that their feminine health matters, that it's okay to say that and that there are resources out there or things that they can do to help take care of their feminine health and and really back to that idea of like helping women glow from the inside out. Oh,
0: I love that. This goes along with my next question. I know that there are a lot of women athletes and marathon runners and ultra marathon runners out there. And also because of COVID, we're wearing loungewear and leggings so much more today. How do you think your business has shifted during COVID?
1: I think it's just become all that much more critical. So again, to that statistic, leggings make women two times more likely to develop vaginal health issues. Now these numbers have went up because suddenly everybody's wearing right? To your point about athletes, as femtech continues to grow as an industry and women are starting to get more comfortable being like, my health is important. I think athletes are also getting on board that train and women are starting to get the help that they need. And, and the reason why I keep harping on the term athletes is they were actually part of the reason that we discovered this. I was at the OBGYN office at UCLA. I was talking to her about leggings, my OBGYN, and she's like, man, I wish you young women would stop wearing them. They're not great. I tell you all to wear cotton. And I was like, okay, I guess. And she was like, yeah, just take, for example, the UCLA D1 women athletes. They're always here. And I was like, what? Wow. They're always sick. Interesting. Yeah. And we started interviewing other OBGYNs and there were different populations of women. So it was recent moms, like postpartum, they're struggling with different issues. You have athletes, you know, who are always sweating in their spandex, different issues. And so when I think about the future, I want women to recognize that they are issues, that they're not stigmatized and that they can get help. And, and I think about, more fintech products coming out onto the market to support women as they get more empowered. I love that. And I
0: have noticed that in my own apparel that there's not as much cotton available because there's a lot of blends happening.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because sometimes women want the spandex. They want things that hug their curves. Right. But sometimes you can't make up how your vagina works. Like, you know, it needs absorption and ventilation. Right. So interesting. You are busy running a business and managing
0: a team. What is your strategy for management and staying on task?
1: I've learned a lot in this area over the past, like while building Oya, I would say it first starts with getting really comfortable with knowing yourself, like knowing your own strengths and your own weaknesses. It requires being very clear about where I'm trying to go, I think sometimes. I think that that has made me a very strong teammate. Another piece of it is having a strong project management system. A lot of times people want to be helpful, but they can't be helpful if they don't know what they're doing and they don't know how it ties into the broader picture and what are the baby steps that actually need to be done. And getting a project management system in place where you write all those things out are helpful. I also think not being afraid to challenge people. People have their own motivations and your business is on the line. You can't let your business go by the wayside because you are afraid to push back. That's
0: such great advice. And what I've learned
1: is teams want
0: to do a good job. But to your point, having clear communication and also letting the teams kind of flourish in the areas where they can really do a good job and kind of do within the project, what brings them joy, so important.
1: Yeah. Making sure that you have the proper roles and responsibilities for people and that there's a balance. There's always things that need to get done. Making sure that you have a motivated team and that there's a culture around that is super important. Hard during COVID though. Hard.
0: Yes. Yes. With the recent shift in technology today, are there any tech apps or platforms that you use either in your business or your personal life that you couldn't live without?
1: Yeah, I like Jira again to so this project management piece. It helps me look at all the tasks that we have coming up and it helps with that communication to keep people on task. I love pattern making software that's very specific and niche, but I make clothes and
0: it's what you do. So of course you're going to love it.
1: <laughs> it's really helpful because it's almost like music, but it's like a way to like translate a language and things like that. I would also say technical fabrics are really like making a lot of advancements. So everything from how a fabric stretches to how it absorbs moisture to killing bacteria to even how it reflects light or incorporates metal in it. That's really been a recent driver in the apparel industry. That's great because you start to wear clothes and you think, oh, this
0: feels different. Like the quality isn't right or it's made with a fabric that's not as breathable and it's not as comfortable. So I love that you're having that conversation.
1: I really want women to feel comfortable in Oya. Like I want them to put it on and be like, you know, this is like my best friend of leggings. I love that. That's so great. We're all shifting and pivoting at
0: such a rapid pace today. Is there an obstacle that you've come up against due to the recent environment that you can share with us and how you were able to overcome it?
1: Yeah, I think supply chains during the time of COVID, specifically with the were just really hard. When we were trying to launch... It was during the height of COVID and we wanted to produce in LA, but suddenly all the factories were down. Everyone's efforts to stay open had been di- redirected to essential business. And so it was a really big scramble to find a new manufacturing partner. We had to go overseas and to build that supply chain. But the reason I bring up that example and like what helped me get through it is that if there is a will, there is a way. Sometimes you need to just be like, there's a light at the end of this tunnel and you can't necessarily anticipate all the steps that you're going to take to get through that tunnel. But that's where being gritty comes into play.
0: Right. I love the word grit. It's so important, especially for entrepreneurs, because to your point, things don't always happen the way you want them to. It's so important to just keep moving
1: forward. I have two businesses and with my other businesses in real estate, it's very easy to focus on the past, and, and I check this in my own self to focus on the past or what didn't work or how you felt. Sometimes it's less easy to think about like, where is it that you're trying to go in the future and how do you prepare yourself?
0: We are all dreaming of travel right now. What is a favorite place that you visited and why?
1: Oh my gosh. I love Turkey. One, because I have a fashion problem. And so I, just, <laughs> I needed to buy everything there. I really like yachting. Turkey has like, it's on the Mediterranean. It has beaches and everything. I love food. And the food was just so exciting because not to be a nerd again, but Turkey has been conquered by so many empires. And so they have this like weird influx of like, or like, it's like a combination of different cuisines and and it's super fresh.
0: Is there a favorite dish or a favorite place that you stayed that you can tell us about?
1: I think Turkish breakfasts are really nice. It's almost like a mix between Israeli, like almost like shashuka type breakfast, but at the same time, it's more Greek. I'm just saying you should try it. And I <laughs> also like uh, try a Turkish bath. They wash you in like these oils and things, girl. I love the spa.
0: For all of us who have been missing the spa during COVID, that sounds fantastic. Yes, Definitely. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. What is one tip that you can leave with us today about how you find and live your joy?
1: Find things that naturally let your soul light up. With me, that is apparel, like even color schemes. Like I like putting things together to look visually appealing. My business centers around an idea that makes me happy, like supporting women and like putting together colors and things like that. And I think that that's important. I think another piece is recognizing when you're an entrepreneur, it's easy to get so passionate and sucked into like everything, but it's almost like compartmentalizing, you know, like a little bit and like doing that, like meditation and recognizing that there's a core you, if you breathe into it, like that core you shouldn't be as swayed by things. So that will help you find that inner peace because peace comes from
0: within. It's such great advice because it does become your business baby to where that's all we think about. But there's also other parts of us that have to be fulfilled. And that when we fulfill those areas, we can bring them into our business.
1: If you're a happier and more well nourished person, people want to listen to you. You know, like when you yes. look happy, you radiate the energy. People want to embrace that. The more you can get yourself grounded, the more you can get your team grounded and, you know, delegate and work to make sure that everyone's on the same page, the more I think that helps with finding your joy.
0: So true. And you can tell from our conversation that you are living your joy and building your joy, which is wonderful.
1: I'm doing something. It is definitely challenging at times. Some days it's like joyful and some days I'm like, wow, I don't think I fully-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think every entrepreneur feels that way. But when you talk about apparel and color, you light up. <laughs> I do. I really do. It's been so much fun talking to you today. Can you please tell our listeners where and how they can find you?
1: We're very active on Instagram. So you could find us at Wear Oya. So W E A R That's also the same address for our website. And you could also find us on Facebook. Super excited to get you resources to support your feminine health and like leggings that, you know, help you feel confident. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Melody.
0: If you are new to She Built It, we'd love for you to join us. We offer community memberships, masterminds, innovative virtual events, and meaningful connections to entrepreneurs and corporate leaders. Please also check out our She Built It shop, curated products from women-owned businesses who put their heart and soul into their beautiful and innovative products. We offer She Built It business consulting and the She Built It blog. Thank you to everyone around the world who joined today. Thank you to my editor, Rich Streffolino. Please download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, together, let's let nothing stop us from experiencing the life that we crave.